We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA front office show. The Suns have a new owner. We're going to talk a little bit about that, plus a number of other NBA stories to dive into. I'm Trevor Lane. You can find me on Twitter at Trevor underscore Lane. Joined by Keith Smith at Keith Smith NBA. Keith, we are getting closer and closer to those Christmas Day games. Should be a lot of fun. I don't know. We're, we're hitting that point. It's kind of like the summer where we look at things and we say, well, we're only we're only a month away and it feels <laughs> like it's close, but then also not close. I'm kind of feeling like that with, with Christmas right now. Like it's coming up on Sunday, uh, but we also got to wait till Sunday. Yeah, I, I'm feeling a little different. I am like, holy crap, Christmas is five days away and I still have these 15 things I need to do. So I, uh, <laughs> I'm okay if it drags a little bit, it, especially if that dragging somehow magically comes with a couple more hours in each day, then, then we'd be good. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. It's a, it's one of those things too where my, my routine is off because because uh-huh. our daughter is home from school, so I'm not doing the school drop-offs and pickups and all that stuff so it's just you know a little out of routine which is not not where i tend to thrive but it's okay well we're gonna get through it and have a little bit of fun this weekend that's right that's right we're doing the same thing here around the the lane household but uh <laughs> big story to come out today is that the suns uh finally sold over four billion it's going to be the reported purchase price to matt ishbia um who is in the the mortgage industry this is this is big for for Phoenix. Now you've got you know Robert Sarver on the way out. Of course, everything has to finalize and, and all of that. And that's going to take some time. But Robert Sarver on the way out, new ownership group coming in, um, could mean good things in Phoenix if they're willing to spend and could open things up a bit on the trade front too. I know we've talked about you know are the Suns in a position to take on long term salary when you're trying to sell the team and all of that. So could add some certainty in terms of trying to get deals done too. Yeah, a lot of that depends on just how quickly this all goes through. Because yeah. news breaks today, it's not as simple as, you know, he writes a check and he's <laughs> just hand over a check and it's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's right. going to be a while. There's a whole approval process. The Board of Governors will have to vote. Presumably, it will get approved and we'll move through. Generally, we don't even get to this phase unless we're certain, you know, this guy's going to get through. So, so, so we'll see. But yeah, great news for the Suns and Suns fans. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see where, where it goes. There's, there's, a lot of rumors in the business world. He's a mortgage guy, uh, as is Dan Gilbert of the Cavs, and apparently they do not like each other at all uh, right. in that side of their profession. So, so that will be interesting to see how that all plays out in the, in the world of the NBA. And if they're, you know, at Phoenix and Cleveland playing twice a year, that's 
probably going to be a little hard to get a real rivalry going, but mm-hmm. but we'll we'll see you know, if anything spills over with that. He's he's a basketball guy. He played at Michigan State. Uh, he, he was a walk on uh, with the Spartans. Won a national championship there. So clearly a basketball guy. It's it's something he knows and is passionate about. So mm-hmm. so going to be very very interesting to see what happens with with the Sons. And you know, obviously, anytime there's going to be a new owner, there's going to be a sense of are they good with the status quo? Do they want to change things up as far as the front office goes? And then that will filter down, obviously, to coaches and players and all that sort of stuff. So a lot, a lot of stuff coming for the Suns. But overall, I would say with everything they've gone through with Robert Sarver, this sounds like it's pretty good news for Suns fans. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Bad news uh, for the Bulls. A report came out today uh, from Sean Strani about a, a disconnect between Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. Now, things have not gone well for the Chicago Bulls this season. It's one of the reasons why we've been keeping an eye on them as a team that could potentially pivot into being a seller uh, prior to the February 9th trade deadline. But now you're getting a report like this saying that their guys just aren't on the same page. Does this push them closer to being one of those sellers? Or, or is this kind of a batten down the hatches, circle the wagons, and, and we ride this thing out? What do the Bulls do from here with these kinds of stories coming out of Chicago? Yeah, I think there's a there's kind of two parts to this story, really three. The the first is the Levine and DeRozan dynamic. Now, uh, the report says they are still get along great. It's just they're not they can't figure out how to make it work on the court. Not solely unsurprising right to two wings who need the ball a lot to be very successful that can be very hard to work out especially where they don't have that point guard right now Lonzo Ball who's their organizer and can kind of keep the ball moving and make sure everybody's involved Alex Crusoe is a very good player but that's just not what he does um so that that's I think a little bit of a challenge for for Chicago as far as getting those two guys and when you watch them play it does feel a little bit like it's a lot of your turn my turn on who's going to facilitate and run the offense offense now the second part is in in this report is Levine is is is, uh having struggles with Chicago the franchise and really is not seemingly unhappy with the direction there now that's tough because this guy just signed a five-year max contract this offseason so one you don't want to be in that position as you start uh you know this new deal but also for the Bulls is is this Levine saying hey I want to see some changes made and here it is because I'm here long term is this a gonna turn into I want to you know, I want out of here right. and I'm signed a long term. And then that leads into the third thing, which kind of hinted at is what do you do? The problem with Chicago is I've seen some people say, you know, you're closer to Wembenyama than you are to anything else. But they have a top four protected pick. Right. Anything outside of the top four goes to the Orlando Magic from the Nick Vucevic trade. And that starts to become kind of tricky to work around unless you're really certain you can bottom out and get into that top three. Even then you're a little worried because all it takes is one or two teams to jump up and now you're pushed back to five and now you're out entirely out of a, out of the pick and you've handed Orlando a very good pick. So mm-hmm. Chicago's in a tough spot. They've definitely got some decisions to be made. That said, if you can pick up really good assets and trade for some of your veteran players, it might not be the worst thing to say, Hey, we tried this looked good for you know a few months and now we're struggling a little bit. We got to work around some stuff with Lonzo and his contract and maybe we'll see about getting him back on the court, but we think we can rebuild this on the fly. Then maybe that's what you do. Yeah. I mean, just looking at the standing Chicago right now is in the 11th seed uh, in the Eastern conference, but they have 
11 wins on the season and mm-hmm. that's t- we tend to look at, at that column more than the loss column when we're looking at the tanking teams just the wins um 11 wins on the season charlotte has eight detroit has eight houston has nine san antonio has 10 so i mean there and, and right now there you've got a number of teams with 11 wins you get the wizards mm-hmm. you get the magic as well so it there is a little bit congested there but even if you do everything you can to really bottom out there's no guarantee that you're going to lose more than the Hornets, more exactly. than the Pistons, more than the Rockets, more than – I mean, these these teams are not trying to win mm-hmm. either right now. Organization, I guess we should clarify that because players always try to win. But, sure. But organizationally, they're not trying to. So let's say that you are the Bulls and you finish with the fourth worst record. You have a less than 50% chance of landing in the top four and keeping your own pick. Yeah. Like that's – that's not great odds. If I'm the Orlando Magic, I'm hoping yeah. that the Bulls try to tank and, and then you that can it goes wrong with like yeah. the fifth pick, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that's the thing that's tough. You know, it's uh, sounds great to put those protections on on picks because it sounds really good of like, all right, well, you know, we're still protected if we can get at one of these generational guys in the draft, mm-hmm. and that is that part is great. But the next part that comes around is, well, then if you don't, where does it go? And the unfortunate thing for Chicago is, um, and let me make sure I. I've got this right with them, but that'll roll over a year. If they, if they don't get it settled this year, uh, mm-hmm. then it go, then it rolls over to top three protected. And then it goes so that that starts to become the very tricky part. Now, on top of that, they owe a future first to San Antonio from the DeRozan sign and trade as well. So that is also um, going to be hanging out there. So, so when you have a couple future first, it's not quite as easy as just, all right, bottom this thing out and let's go, you know, when it is there, unless you really feel like you go the other way and it's like, Hey, we can make this team very, very good. And we'll deliver a pick in the you know teens or twenties. Mm-hmm. And then, then we're free and clear of that obligation and off we go. But right now, as it stands, that's not where, where this is looking for the Bulls. So they, they've got some really difficult decisions to make because it's beyond that. It's, all right, Nikola Vucevic, are you locked into we're going to resign him or are we going to let him go? And if you're going to let him go, are you going to lose him for nothing or do you mm-hmm. want to trade him? And at least, he's not going to give you back a massive return, but at least get something back that, that's kind of decent. So that, that, those are all the questions that they're going to have to ask themselves here. And there's really only a month and a half to make those decisions coming down the line. Yeah. Yeah. Not an easy spot to be in. And that's uh, that's, again, why, you know. Uh, the Bulls, the Hornets, two teams that we're keeping really a very close eye on. The Wizards as well, throw them into the mix in mm-hmm. terms of teams that could really like pull the plug and go into a, a full tank mode. But we'll we'll have to see ultimately what they do. Again, a lot of complicating factors there, especially yeah. for Chicago. You um, mentioned uh, the Wizards. I just want to chime in here. Yeah. I said on yesterday's show I was going to write about Kyle Kuzma and his contract situation. You that did. is now posted on Spot Track. If anybody wants to read, I wrote about basically why he won't do an extension, uh, and then what he could be looking at is uh, along with some some uh, proposals for deals that I think would make a lot of sense for Kuzma either to resign with the Wizards on or another team. So so that is out there for all to read. Uh, you can find that on my timeline. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yep, I uh, I retweeted that as well. Always, it was... Uh, it was a blind retweet because I knew it was going to be fantastic. <laughs> Keith, I, I just said, I said, Keith did something. I'm retweeting that. I know. It's gonna be <laughs> I appreciate <excellent."> that. <laughs> um, let's get into some unfortunate news. Chuma Okiki is going to be out for a month uh, with knee surgery. It's, it's that time of year when you start to get these injuries just popping up. And um, man, a, a month to miss a month at this stage of the season can be so disruptive for a team and for a player as well for the rhythm. Because then, you know, you're out, you, you've just kind of got everything going, you're into the thick of it, and now you're out, and then you got to get back into rhythm before the end of the season. And that, that can be difficult to do. Yeah. In the case for, for the Magic and OKK, this is tough because this is another year uh, where he, he's missing some time. Now, if we remember, he tore his left ACL in the NCAA tournament, uh, where he was probably going to be somewhere around a top five pick slipped to the middle of the draft the magic got him he sat out that entire year they didn't even sign him they waited let him rehab and then they signed him so that they weren't gonna basically miss a full year under contract while he rehabbed i think that was also a condition of hey we'll draft you you know at this spot in the first round if you'll wait to sign and then where we went from there was he went into looked kind of okay his rookie year looked better the second year uh and this year he's had some struggles finding rhythm you could tell at times the knee was bothering him they went in did some cleanup that sounds it sounds like it was one of those uh standard go in clean up the knee try mm-hmm. to get this guy back now for orlando's side of it they've got a million forwards already that they're at, at times struggling to find minutes for presumably sometime in the next I don't know, month, we may see Jonathan Isaac play play again and you know play for the first time in two plus years uh for him. So we'll see what that looks like. But but we're we're getting there with uh with with Orlando as far as they're playing better. They've got some guys, but it does suck to have a guy out with it. So, you know, there were minutes there for him for sure. And and not now there's not gonna be. And he's just gonna have to kind of kind of figure it out and get back uh whenever it is that he can. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you're gonna be able to do um at this point. Um, tough blow for, for the Orlando Magic. Well, but I mean, the Magic, they're not worried necessarily about winning games right no. now anyway, but, but they, I, they are to an extent. This this run where they won six straight gave yeah. them a little bit of, all right, hey, if we can get some of our guys, maybe we can make a run at the play-in. And because they're sitting on that Bulls pick, it is a little bit of, you know, hey, we could maybe kind of let them do do the job for us if they fall far enough. But yeah, they, they're, they're not pushing overly hard uh, by any means. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe you let the Bulls tank for you. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of cool story here. Damian Lillard becomes the Blazers' all-time leading scorer. Is he? Is he the best Portland Trail Blazer ever? Is he the greatest Blazer ever? I guess I should say. Yeah, I think so. Bill Walton didn't play there long enough, unfortunately, right. and then Clyde Drexler. Bull- 
was for a long time, but I think Damian Lillard's uh, length of career there now, you know, the length of time he's been a blazer, uh, all the things he's done for that franchise can see. No, he's never gotten them to the finals like, like uh, Drexler did, but mm-hmm. he's had them close, uh, you know, a couple times and then they've been pretty consistently a winning team uh, during his tenure there. So yeah, I, I think so. And this is, you know, just one, one of those cool things we want to make sure we recognize because it's not every day somebody becomes a franchise's all time leading scorer. And, you know, and it's, it's Portland. It's, this isn't a, you know, team that's been around for, you know, 10 years. Like if you're the Charlotte Hornets, uh, in this iteration's all time leading scorer or something, this is a Blazers team that's been around for, you know, uh, you know, a long, long time. So that's, uh, that's a really cool accomplishment for Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic stuff for, for him. And, uh, and a cool moment for the Blazers. You know, we don't know what the future is going to hold for them. Does Damian Lillard wind up finishing his career in Portland? It feels like we've been having this discussion for for five years now at least. But uh, whatever the future holds, he's always going to mean a lot to to that team and that franchise. And personally, I'm kind of rooting for him to to stay and for them to figure it out with, with him there and not have him jump to another team. Just because it's such a rarity these days for a player to spend – their entire career with with one franchise. I'd like to see mm-hmm. it happen there for Portland. Yeah, I would too. You know, I it, I know people were always like, we got to save Dame and get him out of there. And I just look yeah. at it as like, hey, he's happy to be there and be a good, you know, on good teams consistently, you know, year over year. He, he doesn't feel like he needs to leave. So yeah, I, I don't know why we're in a spot where it's you know, hey, we we gotta we, we gotta get this guy out of here. You know, I I think they're 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 fine. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. All right, before we go today, Keith, I've been listening to a bunch of Christmas songs today. I've been in the, been in the spirit, been doing some stuff around the house and, and all of that. Went out running some errands and, and doing all that kind of stuff. Favorite Christmas song? What oh, is that's it? a tough one. Um, is it the Mariah Carey song that everybody? everybody <laughs> no, hears? it is not. <laughs> um, I and, and I don't have anything particularly against that song, but that is not it. Um, I would say for like a more traditional i i enjoy very much silent night um mm-hmm. for more fun i i i'm a big jingle bells guy i, I like jingle bells so i'll, I'll run with that okay jingle my bells wife is, is giving me the most confused look on her face right now <laughs> she's like what <laughs> are you talking about that is a basketball show and you're talking about jingle bells um so for me i'm I'm one of those people, I guess there's probably not that many of us these days, but I, I like all the punk covers of, of classic songs right. and things like that. And uh, and my wife thinks I'm crazy. Uh, she doesn't doesn't particularly care for any of those. <laughs> and so she hates it when I put that stuff on. But in any event, uh, The Offspring did a cover of Christmas, uh, Baby, Please Come Home. In yes, I know. I know that song. It's a, it's a really good cover and uh and i discovered it this year i know it wasn't recorded this year but i discovered it this year and so that one has been in my rotation quite a bit and uh and i've definitely been enjoying that so i think that's that's currently at the top of my uh, at the top of my list right now when i was uh working in an office job they played christmas music throughout the building um and they would play quite often especially in the like behind areas of the building and on public areas that they they would play uh that baby it's cold outside song mm-hmm. 
kind of a dirty song. It is when you when you, when you, you actually yeah. listen to the yeah. lyrics. After hearing it like a hundred times one Christmas season over and over and over again, I was like, this this song's a little dirty. Like that's <laughs> you know, and I I'd heard it you know a million times before in my life, but it was kind of one in one out one ear out the other. And uh, yeah, hearing it you know repeatedly in a short period of time, I was like, yeah, this song uh, it doesn't necessarily send the best message, but you, it was written a million know. years ago. It's like, wait, you put something in her drink? Like, what, yeah. what is happening? Right? Here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very odd behavior going on there. Yep, so, yep. But, and then there's the duet uh, uh, singing it in the, in the movie Elf. Yes, yes, and, absolutely. And, ooh, okay. our, our daughter's soccer club just did a big uh, Christmas event where they rented one of those big inflatable movie screens. Oh, and, nice. Uh, all the kids went out there and watched Elf together and had a great time. So, oh, uh, yeah, that's fantastic. It was, it was really good. I, I stayed home and watched the Boston Celtics lose to the Orlando Magic. I'm, home, sure, so. I'm sure you were glad that you did that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they had a better time than I did last Friday. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. It is the That's season. right. That's right. That's right. All right, everybody. Appreciate you for joining us. Why don't you chime in? Let us know what your favorite Absolutely. Christmas song is. If you have one, let us know in the comment section over here on the YouTube channel. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, make sure over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, you leave us that rating and review. We sure do. Appreciate it. Till next time, everybody. See ya and stay safe. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.